Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, Matt. Hello. And Dewey. Hiya. Oh, shit. The gang's back. Back at, it. back at it again. I've returned. The From the prod- shores of the old world. The prodigal, was, though. <laughs> the prodigal son has come home. Uh, what are we doing, Matt? Um, I think it's podcast, right? That's what we're doing. Some <laughs> some would say that it is an excuse for a podcast, yes. Uh, Gamers 2 podcast. That's the correct one. March 22nd. That's right. Yep. That's the accurate day. 2019. That is all. Good show. See ya. So next week will be the twenty uh ninth and we'll uh we'll talk to you guys then. See you bye. <laughs> what uh, have uh Dewey? Ooh, sorry, what have you been doing? Yeah, because you got a longer list potentially. Okay. What have you been up to in the last month? That's a long that's a long Because time. that's the last time you were here. Well if you want to uh, keep it more relevant to the last seven days, go ahead. I'll brother. probably do that. Uh aside from gaming, I went to No, no, I don't care about London. Listen, it Let's was roll great. back. <laughs> so I went to London. It's a great time. Fabulous trip. Did so many British things. Uh, Tea and crumpets, fish and chips. Yeah, of course, I got fish and chips. You have to. Okay, I'm just making sure. Um, they're really into prawn. Very much. Oh yeah, prawn. prawn is a very yeah gross. Not a fan. Europe. It's a European thing. What yeah. What is prawn exactly? Like a crayfish. I think. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, that's what I think of when. It's essentially the same thing. Yeah. Okay. English uh, words, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, aside from that, I've been playing Hollow Knight recently, getting absolutely destroyed. I suck at the game. Uh, did you bring your Switch with you? I did. I just played Smash on the plane, but mm-hmm. that was it. I didn't really play it when I was there. Yeah. Um, just tried to clear some of the adventure mode, which is the longest thing known to man. Can't do it. Every Smash. I, I remember playing the one on the Wii. It's the only other one that I played the adventure mode of. Yeah. It, every time you do something in there, though, it like... Opens up a new area, yeah, or makes the world bigger. And every time it's like, oh, I've almost done it. They're like, not even close, buddy. You got like <laughs> ten more hours. Um, and then I just started playing Sekiro. Oh, Sekiro! Shadows die twice, and I suck. Horrible, bad at the game. The best part is he'll say this, and then when he's here, not next week, but the week after, if he's here, or whenever the next time he shows up, he'll be like, yeah, I beat it. It only took me like five hours after I kind of figured out what I was doing. Yeah, I was just going to say, you just haven't figured it out yet. You got to get into the rhythm, and then you'll be like, murking bosses, and I'll be like, I don't fucking understand how this game works. And I've had a lot 
less patience with game recently so like hollow knight i've been playing and like i'll fight a boss and i'll die and that's like well i'm fucking done with this i don't want to play it anymore <laughs> <laughs> me every other day <laughs> but yeah other than that that's pretty much it and binding of isaac I mean, always. You always got to play it. Because I we might have been playing Division, and my Steam notification went off that Dewey has I, launched Binding of Isaac. I, and I said to Matt, fucking kill him. <laughs> I haven't played in like two months, but I was like bored because I got shit on at Hollow Knight. And I was like, I, I don't have anything else to play. I logged on, and I did something, an achievement on there. At least I haven't done on my PC. Did it first try, and I was super hyped on that. <laughs> Ultra hard challenge, hardest thing in the world. So, Matt, tell us about your terms of success. Uh, I don't have success. All right. Tell us your terms of failure in the last seven days. Okay. Um, let's see here. I haven't watched anything really other than the normal routine, which everyone knows of. Um, what, what is, what has been new? Uh, division. That's all I've really been playing the division two, but the game hates me. So, um, my issues with it have been, uh, yesterday, what's yesterday was today. Today's Friday. Yesterday was Thursday. The day before that was Wednesday. One of those days, I was trying to play a good amount. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't make it like 30 minutes to an hour without my PC hard locking and crashing. (laughs) So it took me like two hours to get through a single mission. And then prior to that, I was like, oh, you know, I, I wanted to, to level up. You know, I wanted to bang out some XP. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to do some story missions. I'm going to get in this matchmaking. Did the matchmaking, uh, you know, story missions, chose difficulty setting normal, went into matchmaking. Uh, apparently that's broken in some regard because it kept sticking me into hard level. And I don't know if you've attempted hard level yet. No, I haven't even seen hard difficulty things yet. I just see story difficulty. I'm not I'm not maxed out yet, so I don't see. I just... The, just story difficulty, like the the main missions, like right. They say story difficulty. There's story. There's normal. There's hard. I don't see the other two. Um. So matchmaking, I I did normal, and it stuck me in with the hard ones, but it kept sticking, just sticking me into hard level ones. I I quit a couple times, and with people who are similar to the same level I am, so eight, nine, seven okay, right. around there. Nigh fucking impossible to play that game on hard difficulty at our level. So, banging my head against the wall, banging my head against the wall, quit that, start to do solo things, and reset. All right, let me get back over here, and reset. So, yeah, that's been my my week of playing The Division 2 right now, on top of the fact that, like, I do not comprehend like the cover system as far as like it won't let me out of cover sometimes unless I sit there and like just angry beat my keyboard. <laughs> but um or if I just like double if I if I roll out of cover it'll let me out. But yeah, that's those are my issues. That's what I've been doing this week. Have you tried uh getting good? Uh you know what? <laughs> I've been trying that for thirty years of my life and it hasn't worked, so That's fair. Yeah, I don't know. That's a whole set of issues that I don't like. The PC issues, not the get good, because that's there's no helping that. Uh, <laughs> the PC stuff, I I don't know. I have to. I'm not looking forward to it, but inevitably I'll have to delve into that and 
figure out what the problem is. So I've, I have nothing good to report. Um, how about you, Nate? I'm sure it's sunshine and roses on your end. Because as we know, when Matt has problems, Nate does not. <laughs> so, Division 2 has been great. It hasn't crashed once for me. Uh, I sometimes do have a couple problems with the cover system, but I have never had to mash my keyboard. Uh, I kind of figured it I, out today when I played a little bit. Like, I haven't had any matchmaking problems. The only times I've had like matchmaking problems aren't problems where it's like match made me into stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's problems with the actual people and when they're choosing to matchmake and shit like that. Yeah. And me getting irritated with them like, oh, yeah, I want to matchmake for this mission, but they're not near the mission. They're often bumfuck safe house that's not even close Hmm. so i just get to the mission then queue up so that way when i spawn on you i'm already there with you i don't have to spend 30 minutes running there yeah that would make sense that's an annoying thing does it not i also go ahead i was gonna say does it not put you when you match break with somebody does it put you like at the start of the mission it puts you with them it just Uh, puts you in the group where that person weird wherever that person's standing that's infuriating Mm. which well it's good because you can do the free roam matchmaking where you call for help or whatever, and somebody yeah. could just join you and they'll spawn right with you. But when you're, you, cause you can queue for a mission from a map far away, it sometimes it'll give you the option to teleport to that mission start, but it yeah. won't always work. Okay. Which that's a broken matchmaking problem I have. But whatever, I just run there. Like, I'm not getting dropped into stupid difficulties and unable to kill things. Like, dude, that was something else, man. Holy shit. Everyone was purple and yellow. Yeah. Nope. Haven't gotten there yet. I remember that stuff from mm-hmm. running the challenging stuff and whatever in Division 1 at Endgame, but not... I wouldn't do it leveling up. Yeah. Not that you had a choice, I mean, obviously, but, like, I figured that would have been something that they probably would have... Because I don't remember... I haven't. I don't remember seeing those difficulties as I'm doing the matchmaking, so I figured it was one, like, you unlock it after you beat either that mission or after you beat... The story is when they unlock the mm-hmm. tier challenge stuff. But, yeah. Well, then. So, in case you're curious, the way it worked before, and I don't know if it's true again this time, is it went normal, hard, challenging. Well, now the settings that I see are story, normal, hard. So, maybe they just moved everything up one. We'll see. Find out more when like World Tier Five comes out and stuff like that. But but from from what it presents at the menu, I don't think there's an XP difference. No, it's usually or, a loot difference. They didn't. That was the other part. Like that would make sense, but like it didn't specify that there would be a loot difference either. But it could just be, you know, that it just doesn't show you that or tell you that, right? Yeah, before it was loot differences on completion, not like necessarily during the mission, mm-hmm. but it was your completion rewards were different depending on what difficulty you were playing on. But that's really the only game I've been playing. I'm still second in Tetris. Yeah. I, I'm still dominating Mario Kart. I say dominating Mario Kart. I'm still winning Mario Kart when I'm playing it on Saturday nights with like our, uh, our West Coast people. You're good. Is that an open challenge? Oh. Uh, I mean, sure. All right, I haven't, I haven't played the. I don't have it for the Switch, but I'll get it just to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> you can just play me in Smash and beat me in that. I like where this is going. All right, 
We could do that also. Because you already own because you already own Smash. You don't need to buy the game to beat me. I'll just play your copy of Smash when we go to Boston, and you can just beat me in that. Okay. Because I know you'll I know you'll wreck me. I'm usually pretty good at those. It'll basically be like if I just somehow manage to cheese like a down B or something, and that'll be the it. I'll just find one character I like, and only it's like uh, Star Fox when does a split, and I'll just do that the entire Dude. time. <laughs> He's pretty good if you can use him. He's who I last used on like GameCube. <laughs> it was the last time I played like a consistent Smash. Anyway, that's really it. The only thing I wish that the division had was matchmaking for side missions. That wasn't free yeah. roam. Yeah, it's that part is kind of weird, and the free roam stuff because it's up to the person to answer the call. Yeah, you could be halfway through the mission, and then finally somebody might show up. Mm-hmm. And I've I've run into that a little bit too. Like I was trying to do a checkpoint, and there were patrols around me, and I was like, I really don't want to aggro these patrols, and I also don't want because you shoot your flare at your you start the thing immediately. Yeah. So I did the call for help, and then I was just waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. I'm like, I I've been here for five minutes, like nobody's coming. Do I just start this? And that was when I was standing against the wall, like in a bush, which I know there's no stealth in the game, but I'm standing in a wall against a bush and a patrol guard walks by me and he's like, oh, hey, you there. And I'm just like, oh, no. And then he aggroes me, which aggroes the people in the base. So then at that point, I'm like, well, I might as well shoot the flare and start this. So then I shoot the flare and then it's me versus 15. In case you're curious about how that ends up, I'm dead (laughs) and I have to run back from a safe house. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely like a bit of a learning curve initially because like the AI is far more intelligent than the previous game. Yeah. And they will just constantly flank you. Yeah. And from both sides at the same time, they like, you know. It's... And then they'll flank you up the middle. Yep. Because they'll send a shotgun at you and you're yep. like, cool. Thanks, game. Um, still really like the game. I still really enjoy it. I like it. It's just, I, I'm having a, it's, you, you can't play well by yourself is the problem I'm Right. It, it, it gets harder to, like you it can, is, it you can do it, but it's not as enjoyable because you people. You yeah. have to you you go so slow that like you know. Even when the two of us played together, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. Just adding that one other person to your party. Mm-hmm. But if you needed another game, Matt or Dewey to play, I got a list for you. Let's hear it. You could play Turok on your Switch. Like Turok. Yes. Like Turok. OG Turok. Interesting. <laughs> you can play a game called Hell Warders on the Xbox. Nope. You can play a game called The Sinking City on PlayStation 4, Xbox, and PC. That came out? According to the list I was looking at. You can play a game called Caretaker on PC. You can play a game called Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, PS4, Xbox, and PC. You could play one called Stories, The Path of Destinies for Xbox. Sushi Time on the Switch. Trail Makers on the Xbox. And Unravel 2, our boy Yarny, made it to the Switch. I'm proud of woo, woo. I'm going to let you take off. Okie dokie. Artichokey. Also, in the fun order of things as normal. Did you proofread what I wrote? No, I haven't looked at anything. Perfect. Here we go. (laughs) I might have tried to sneak a turtle bitch on him. (laughs) (laughs) 
That was an accident, though. Like, I know. That's not fair. I really wish you had been here or listened to the podcast anyway, do we? I do sometimes. You don't. Don't lie to me. I do sometimes. Don't you lie to me. Don't you sass me. I don't know that I don't have a job, so I don't have time to listen to it. I mean, I have <laughs> Wait a second. nothing but time Wait to listen to it. <laughs> the time now when you have the most time is when you don't listen to the podcast. Well, yes, because before I was at work and I needed to listen to something while I was doing work. Okay. But now I can do literally anything, which is not just, <laughs> you know how it goes. You know, plane trips to London. Yeah, you know. Stuff like that. We got time to kill. You know, we got thousands of hours of content. Not really. Maybe. Maybe hundreds. Hundreds. Hundreds is, is yeah. wrong. Hundreds is definitely right. Not thousands. No, that'd be sickening. But there was a moment last yeah. week where we were reading about Turtle Beach News and for some reason, in Matt's typing up a bit, at one point it said Turtle Bitch. <laughs> and I just read it Ron Burgundy style, just straight through. And then Turtle Bitch. It's like, yeah, and Turtle Bitch is... And I was gone. I was done. Yeah, it snuck in there. It wasn't All intended. the other ones were Turtle Beach. Yeah. Just in the middle of the paragraph is Turtle Bitch. I think you did it on purpose. I didn't. I wish I did. I wish I was I could claim that, but I didn't. It must have been Google was like, mm, this will be funny. Let me and it's funny because here. I know I know he didn't do it here because when he mm. makes a change in that, it doesn't update onto mine unless I close it and reopen it okay. and stuff. So yeah, you, yeah, because I was confused. He said it, and I was like, that doesn't say that. And I looked and was like, oh, it does. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Anyway, into the news for this week. Yeah, first up, we have game launcher war updates. Is that what we're calling them? The Launcher Wars? The Launcher Wars. I like the title. Yeah, I stole it from a Reddit post. Um, it was a meme that someone had created. A, As, meme, a meme? Yeah. I'm a meme. Exactly. <laughs> There's no accent on the second <laughs> E. <laughs> uh, so Epic Game Store has landed more exclusives, including ripping one from the clutches of Steam. Uh, I'm being dramatic, but the Reddit community is pissed about it, as always. Uh, Obsidian's The Outer Worlds will be on Epic Game Store and the Windows Store for a year before coming to Steam. Uh, that's the one everyone's pissed about because it was advertised as being on Steam. And when it was announced, uh, there was there was uh, something about the devs were working on achievements hours before they announced that it was exclusive to Epic Game Store. So they were working on the Steam achievements. I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, the publisher makes these kind of decisions, so that falls to take two. Um, the other exclusives in question are Control by developer Remedy of Quantum Break fame. Detroit Become Human, Heavy Rain, and Beyond Two Souls are coming to PC on Epic. Epic and Ubisoft announced that they will continue their partnership at the, after The Division 2, uh, whatever that means. Assassin's Creed. You yeah, know what it means. Basically. Uh, Skull and Bones. <laughs> oh yeah, that thing's not coming out. Starlink. Oh yeah, uh, After Party, <laughs> which uh, is from the people who made Oxenfree, is also going to be exclusive to Steam. The Sinking City, uh, which apparently came out, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Industries of Titan, <laughs> will all be Epic Game Store exclusives. Uh, last week, Epic CEO tweeted, "Quote: We wholeheartedly support Keem." Keem. Woo! Commander. We, <laughs> we wholeheartedly support key sales for non-exclusive games, end quote. And boom, just like that, Epic Game Store is partnering with Humble Bundle. So we'll be able to get those game keys for Epic Game Store from Humble, hum, Humble <laughs> Bundle 
including exclusives. My favorite part is you've broken our first story. It took me till the end of the podcast last time to break. It's it's going to be a rough one. I can already tell. I'm like having a really hard time speaking. Do you have the quote in here that he talked about the quality of the games? Um, I didn't. I didn't add that in. <laughs> the I believe it was Tim Sweeney, the Epic CEO, again said, "We're not going to basically." He, it, this is not a direct quote, but I'm going to make it color more colorful. Basically said, "We're not going to add shit games to our store." <laughs> yep. Uh, what? What else? There was some other good stuff this week for like people yeah. saying like ridiculous shit. Um, oh my God. The take two CEO was quoted a bit about, uh, basically he was saying that, um, they weren't going to do things to upset their customers and they weren't going to, they weren't into doing exclusives basically. Yeah. There was, there were comments. This was months, two months ago. Yeah. He had said shit about, there's no reason to do exclusivity and all this other stuff. And then he just immediately pulls the rug out from under him and goes, and I'm just laughing. I'm like, do you consumers actually think companies owe you anything? Because guess what? They don't continue though. Yeah. They don't care. Um, let's see here. Where were we? Uh, at Epic's GDC keynote, the company announced that Metro Exodus sold 2.5 times better on Epic Store than Metro Last Light did on Steam. Ooh, shit. Got him. I think that just proves that there's no such thing as bad publicity. Um, where are we? Valve is as much a different... Is, is, oh, my God. It's going to be a long episode. Are you doing Okay. Do, I'm not. I'm having want, a stroke right now. Do I need now. to read the rest of this, the whole thing? Yes. I'm I'm having a stroke. I mean, I will. Uh, Valve is in a much different position than Epic, so they can afford to take a more wait-and-see approach with Steam. Um, with that being said, Valve has shown off some new features and redesigns coming to Steam at this year's GDC. On top of the new Steam Link Anywhere software, Valve gave everyone a peek at the Steam library redesign. Uh, it's been rumored for years, but sh- should finally see the light of day this coming summer. The redesign is a more visual-based design with thumbnail tiles for games, with the friends list being moved to the right column. Uh, the other big feature announced was events. Did you? Did you? Any of you guys read about the events? No, because they sound stupid. If they're basically what I remember being like the PlayStation events. Like, you know how you get the alerts for the PlayStation Worthless. events? Worthless. Events can be tournaments, content patches, flash sales for games on users' wish list, and bonus periods or live streams. Well, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's yeah. the same same, same stuff. Shit. And you want to know what I do with all my notifications on PlayStation? Mute them. Um, delete. Delete. De- delete. Delete. De- mm. Friend request. Oh, somehow Dewey got me in a group message for gift cards. Yeah, delete. <laughs> I didn't do Did I do this? It was either you or Tyler. Somehow they pulled people off your friends list. This is a while ago, back uh-huh. when I think we were playing like GTA, and there were just it was the spam messages about like people being like, "Oh, five dollars, something, something, gift card." And this was Tyler, and then he did it to me, and I was furious. Yeah, because you guys were both in there. So yeah. Anyway, that's a niche thing. <laughs> Didn't have that problem. Lucky You're you. Lucky. <laughs> I also went in and modified my message settings after that. I also did. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of changes on the PC front. Yep, a bit, a bit. It is worth noting also too, though, in the outer world thing for the Take Two. Take Two also obviously owns Metro, so expect to see more Take Two titles going that way. Yep, which is sad, but oh well. What's interesting about Outer World is its Epic Store and Windows Store, right? But not Steam. Right, which, once again, 
I don't think anybody's considering Windows Store a competitor at this point. So, yeah, but that's even more of a slap in the face. I feel like to Steam. Yeah, to Steam, no, yeah. I agree. But there, it's the same thing when like the Master Chief thing, which I think we're going to be talking about here, like where that's available too. It's like okay, yeah. But nobody's going to buy it on Windows Store. Like the only reason we bought anything on the Windows Store is because we could play Forza Horizon Three there. Yeah, four we used the Xbox app for the Game Pass. So, but while we're on the subject, I'll go ahead and take number two. And since we're already talking about Epic, CEO Tim Sweeney has announced that Epic is launching a five-year program called Epic Mega Grants. That should be like I don't know, not a villain. It does just it, mega grants. I don't know, something about it. Yeah, it doesn't sound right. Sounds like a really bad sitcom like promo. Yeah, like, that, like a moment in a sitcom that would be used. Like check it anyway. Called Epic Mega Grants. It's a no strings attached, one hundred million dollar grant program that'll write checks for five thousand to five hundred thousand dollars for any project Epic thinks are interesting. A little snippet from the press release reads, quote, All grant recipients will continue to own their IP and will be free to publish however they wish. Submissions will be evaluated and grants awarded on a continual rolling basis as funds allow, with no firm deadlines to submit, end quote. I have a question about this. Yes. The no strings attached. Does that mean they can get money from Epic and then be like, I'm going to publish this elsewhere? Yeah. I could see that being a huge issue. They specifically well, state that they do ne- they can publish wherever they want. So, so it's it's a huge issue, but it's the same thing you see a lot of people do where they're like, "Listen, no strings attached. Do what you want. I'll just give you a thousand dollars." I get yeah. I get I get where you're going with this. <laughs> There's never not a string attached. Yeah, but it's just not legally a string attached. It's the series of events like Epic's like, oh, Epic Game Store. And then they're like, our cut's really good. And then they're like, here's all these tools to make games for free. By the way, you want a grant? <laughs> like something, I don't know. This is shady to me. And then they just go, you can publish elsewhere. Wink. But, tools. If, I, but if I was you and you wanted to use this a second time, I fucking wouldn't. <laughs> I hope I want to see. I just picture. I just. I just picture Tim Sweeney, basically like Mickey Mouse with a knife. <laughs> you're just like, you're just like, come on, kids, it's gonna be a lot of fun. And I swear to God, if you leave this theme park, I am gonna cut you. <laughs> and then one of oh, oh, kids, uh, I'm gonna cut your throats out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sadistic Mickey gets us a really weird impression. Mm. Okay. So we're talking about Google later, right? Yeah, we'll save Google to the end because that's going to be a giant. That's a huge, mm. massive load. Okay. Ooh. <clears throat> Up next is Lucas Fil- Lucas Films Games. I hate that name. It's a stupid name. I mean, it um, was always stupid. Some people noticed just, that Disney had some listings on their career why site. Is it, why is it one word? That's what I'm know. saying. I don't know. That's, just, that's a two word. Hyphen at most. Come on. Give me something. Um, anyway, yes. Some folks noticed that Disney had some uh, listings, career listings on their career page for Lucasfilms Games, which is an old incarnation. It's actually uh, the predecessor to LucasArts. 
old, old. And um, Star Wars Galaxies is coming back, folks. Oh, don't tease me. That was still LucasArts, I think. Never mind. Good luck. <laughs> Long story short, uh, people are like, oh, shit, Disney's doing some stuff. It turns out that LucasArts or LucasFilms Games has been in existence since, oh, my God, <laughs> since Disney purchased LucasFilms. Right. And they're using it basically as a uh, intermediary. Between EA and all the other companies that are making uh, video games for Disney. So they hire producers, executive producers, associates, all that crap under that umbrella. And then they work with EA or whoever. They're a talent agency. Yeah, essentially. They're a go-between for Disney and all their minion video game makers. So we can blame Lucasfilms games. Yes. For all the shit that we've gotten. I wish. I wish there was someone we could blame for that. Yeah. It's EA. We can George, it's George Lucas. Uh, he sold out. <laughs> what a piece of work he is. Oh, you sell out. It just blows my Disney. mind that what would they pay? Four point five billion? Yeah. And they got Star Wars, LucasArts, Lucas Films, so that's like Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. that's for four point five billion dollars. Yep. That that doesn't I mean that's a lot of money. But it doesn't seem like this is one of those where everybody talks about like Amazon and Google being bad. Do you realize Disney controls all the media? They own oh yeah, literally everything, and they're growing at a scary rate. Have you guys seen the meme, the uh, Thanos meme? With I don't that, think I have. it's it's like Disney is Thanos, and he's putting the franchises and oh, in, as, in the fantastic. club. It takes the strongest of wills. <laughs> <laughs> you stopped that. <laughs> the hardest choices require the strongest of wills. Uh, Did you get it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And what did it cost? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Josh Brolin, never change. Mm, good stuff. Good stuff. The only thing that would have been better is if you, if for some reason they, this is a complete Infinity War, and I'm just going to make the last reference before I move on to the next story, is if they did a uh, Dark Knight reference when he does goes to do the snap, instead of saying, oh, you should have gone for the head. Come on. The better line is, and here we go. Come on, we all know. We all saw Joker hanging upside down. And here we go. And he just. That just went better. It would have been funny. Because I just would have been like, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> I'd have been in the theater alone because that's how we watched it. And I'd just gone, are you fucking serious? <laughs> you would have posted on somewhere, Disney buying DC confirmed. Yeah. and then I, But I also would have been about four weeks late to the party because that's when I saw the movie. <laughs> and number five. I'm not rechanging these numbers because I'm going to confuse myself. So number five. Oculus has unveiled a new VR headset at GDC. They'll be phasing out the Rift and replacing it with the Rift S. The why is S the go-to for slightly second, <laughs> <laughs> slightly second? second. <laughs> is it like an S tier thing? Like, is that what it's is that what they're going for? I don't. I guess. But where's the S tier thing come from? Racing. Uh, if yeah, but where's classing cars? ASX. Yeah, but then it's like where where does that come from? I don't know. Latin. <laughs> I have no idea. You just trace everything back to that, right? It's always Latin. Dude, I'm, I'm asking you. You tell Dude, me. I don't, you're the racing guy. 
Matt the Racing Guy. That's what I've always called it's you on this podcast. Name. That's weird. <laughs> I don't recall that. Sorry, who brought up Formula One to this room? Well, that's that's Formula One. They don't have ask. They have super licenses, so maybe it's super. Ooh. Super. They'll be phasing out the Rift and replacing it with the Rift S. The Rift S features Oculus Insight, a system that uses built-in cameras to accomplish room tracking instead of using external trackers like the original headset. Rift 2 also has a higher resolution display that is 1280 by 1440 per eye with a 80 hertz refresh rate. Rift 2. That sounds lower than Ron what it's to you. <laughs> Rift 2 electric bur- boogaloo? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did write Rift 2 instead of Rift S. That was not bad. <laughs> Rift, gotcha. Rift 2 electric boogaloo. All right. Uh, it, it also has a few more features, and we won't go over them, but most importantly, it's launching at $399 and will be backwards compatible with all Rift games. I think the original was just 1080p per eye. It was, but it was also 90 hertz. I don't know. Maybe they figured that. Maybe it maybe at a it. higher resolution, you don't need. Yeah, I don't higher hertz. I don't yeah. know because it was a thing about like the motion with each eye that if you weren't at a certain thing, it would like. It screw wouldn't. Yeah, you. it wouldn't look right. Hmm. Four hundred dollar price point though. Yeah, I know, right? That's that's, that's a three hundred dollar drop off their original. They were six ninety nine mm-hmm. on Rift originals. Yeah, that's yeah. that's affordable. Yeah, yeah, and you don't need the tow- the stupid fucking. Yeah, you don't, you don't. Okay, you don't need the room extensions and everything like that. I mean, that's you boys want to buy a headset. That's what I was thinking. I saw that and I was like, oh really? That doesn't sound bad. I would be interested in that for sure. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if Vibe's gonna have something. I'm sure they will. I mean, there's. I was in a huge VR talk at work the other day. Yeah. Because we all didn't want to do work, and I noticed one of my guys was browsing on VR headsets, and so we all, they're all gaming people, and so we all just sat down, and it was just a giant, like, but have you seen this headset, or this one, or the, and they're just naming things I haven't seen, I haven't even heard of, because they're not in, like, the gaming sphere. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, when, but then, like, the second version, this is supposed to do this stuff, and this stuff, and I'm just like... There's, like, a ton of them now. Because they were also looking at the mixed reality stuff. Yeah. Which is part of the Windows thing? Yeah, Windows yeah. mixed reality. So there was just a lot of a lot of fun game Which, VR talk and seeing what other people thought. The the feature that I left out because it was just too wordy to explain was they have something they have a tech that uses the external cameras. So you can do like I they didn't specifically say it but I my idea is that you could do some sort of AR with it if you wanted right. to in in a room obviously. But it also can scan your room and show you what they're calling, quote, guardian lines, where right. there's furniture and stuff like that. Yeah, so, the, hey, you probably shouldn't walk right here because you're going to smash your TV. Yeah, or break your shin on a coffee table yeah. or whatever. You want to stub your toe? This is how you stub your toe. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I mean, the $400, I think, is the biggest news out of that. It's 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 for, Well, it's the combination of the $400 plus not needing the room towers the from you know that basically make it look like a really weird surround sound setup yeah yeah i'm definitely intrigued uh i don't think they just said that it's supposed to be out with the other headset that they're doing the standalone one right quest maybe oculus quest something like that so is there no release date or is it like go go was one of their headsets that's the really cheap one yeah i think that 
I want it's something longer. I want to say it's a quest, but I don't can't, no. I don't know, but it's going to release with that and I don't know when that's releasing or if they have a release date for it, so. Right. Um, number six, it looks like Intel is trying to prove that they're serious about making discrete GPUs. At GDC, Intel's CEO, Bob Swan, said, quote, I know how important gamers are to Intel. I'm here to simply listen, to learn, and to kind of start my own journey with this community about how we can get better to serve and work with you, end quote. Intel also showed off an early render of a GPU card with a shroud design they're calling Dragon Scale. Uh, some publications are taking the card design a little too seriously by trying to infer performance by the card's size. It closely resembles the size of a traditional ITX graphics card. Uh, Intel has taken an interesting approach by releasing an early version, an early access version of the software that will be used with their discrete GPUs. It's called Graphics Command Center and is available on the Windows Store to try out. Uh, it appears very similar to NVIDIA and AMD offerings, but with slightly less options. Interesting. Very interesting. I'm thrilled that there will be another competitor if they you know, actually get it off the ground. That's true. More competition is good. Yeah, also true. Um. Speaking of graphics cards, uh, did you see, I can't remember who it was, but someone released a demo uh, showing ray tracing on AMD cards and non-RTX cards. Okay, so the AMD versus like my card. Yeah, so like it ray tracing working on those. And then shortly after that, NVIDIA was like, yeah, we're making ray tracing available on all the rest of our graphics cards. <laughs> Interesting. So. It's funny. It is. It's, it's kind also, of funny where they're it, like, "You, this card, so fantastic, ray tracing," and then they're like, oh, "It works on the other ones too, I guess." Like, yeah, I guess like our G Sync technology. Like, I'm hoping. What it, I'm hoping, it, it works with other <laughs> stuff. I just wish you guys yes quit looking under the fucking hood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that they'll. What they've done in the past in situations like that is, um and I'm hoping they do with this, is they'll make the the tensor cores that they are supposed to be used for ray tracing and uh, machine learning available to developers to use in other ways, which would be nice because then usually they'll, they'll be like, oh, how can we make this run the game better instead of, oh, we have to use it for the stupid fucking feature no one cares about. And not that it's necessarily a, a direct comparison, but to have a fun moment would basically be like looking at a Toyota Camry, right? You look. You open up the hood, and you're like, "That's just the Toyota engine." Okay, nothing special, you know, nothing particular. But then you see a Lotus Elise pop up, and you're like, "Man, that's a sports car. That looks pretty cool." Oh, what's in it? That's just a Toyota engine. Oh, wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Something's not right here. That was like, we're gonna get off topic here, but. Lotus deciding to put a Toyota engine in their car was probably like one of the best like automotive decisions like in history. Cause no one, if you're a car company like Lotus, you'd probably be like, can we get like a V8 or something from Mercedes? Can we get like an inline six from BMW? They're like, no, let's get that really fucking reliable Toyota Camry engine. And we'll just <laughs> make it work. We'll just squeeze a little bit more power on there, shove it under the hood. <laughs> 
Good to go. <laughs> into that tiny car, and you know somebody just at the first time they were trying to put it in is jumping up and down on top of it. It's like, get in the fucking... Oh! Number seven. Random. Any comments, Dewey, on Toyota engines? I don't have any Toyota engine comments at this juncture. Fine. Fine. Court adjourned. <laughs> Number seven. It has been a week... Number eight. (laughs) (laughs) Number seven, it has been a week. So naturally, another company is considering creating a video game streaming service. U.S. Gamer is reporting that Walmart has spoken to publishers and developers about the idea. This wouldn't be their first attempt at a streaming service, as they already own Voodoo, which provides movies and TV shows on demand. And so let's go ahead and just add them to the launcher list. Let's not... Add them to the launch. <laughs> Listen, they have one of the greatest spoiler track hit records in history. You, they really do. So why not just make it a streaming service where when they spoil the game, you can play it? <laughs> That's great. Hey, guys, there's these new games coming out. Oh, they're already out. Our bad. Just play <laughs> them. What if they made Wally Kart? Wally what if they Kart. made Wally Bro Smash? What if? <laughs> I only like that game if it's the, just the people from peopleofwalmart.com in Smash. That would be absolutely fantastic. I would actually play that. <laughs> and I have so much fun. Well, I'm going to play as this degenerate homeless person that is wearing a thong on their face like goggles. <laughs> <laughs> what What are they going to do? Why? This is unnecessary, it seems like to me. All right, so what's the list so far? Of, of all the... Of game streaming services? Now, yeah. in which context do we want to use? The My context, con- the context of the word streaming, or the context in the word of library. Um, we'll go companies that are investigating at the very least. We'll say investigating or have, yeah, of streaming services. Ubisoft, yeah, on live bought so Sony. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Sony bought Gaikai. Okay, so Gaikai, now yeah. Sony. Yeah, Sony. Google. On live, which went to Microsoft. Yep. Walmart, probably Amazon is probably at least Verizon. thinking about it. Verizon's definitely thinking about it. Yeah, Verizon has a working service. Yeah. Um. Well, Steam, Microsoft. Um. In in multiple ways. Yep. That's X Cloud. Like forgetting someone. Origin, EA. Yeah. But they're not, like I said, that's where I want to... What about, that's, yeah, that's like... library and streaming gets into a different discussion. Straight streaming would be... Well, that's all those sites for, like... Straight yeah. streaming is Google, yeah. Verizon, uh, PS Now, Microsoft. Only when xCloud comes out. Yeah, but... Game Pass isn't live streaming. They're going to do it. Right. And then that kind of stops it there. Yeah. Because, like, Gimon's looking at it. Uh, yeah, Gimon. Uh, partnered, Ubisoft partnered with... They uh, partnered with Stadia. Yeah. Stadia? Stadia, I think it Stadia. is. Stadia. I like to think that it's Stadia, because I like that that would have a little bit more... No. They, Stadia. <laughs> it would just have a little bit more oomph to it. I didn't watch the keynote. It's so. the same thing. Like, do you know the car maker Renault? Or <laughs> Porsche? <laughs> Stop. It's the same Stop. way that if you say Porsche, it's like... Ah. It's a Porsche. But if you say Porsche... You sound a little bit better. You got that and little bit of class. It's the same way if you if like if I showed you the word for Renault, it reads Renault. Okay. R E N A U L T. Was not picking up what but you were saying. But it's Renault. Sounds better. Yeah. It looks like shit, but it sounds better. So Stadia 
Welcome to Project Stadia. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have some weird does Vegas that, celebrity do the that hand motion showcase. Does that word have like some specific meaning and some? Because that's a. I'm gonna look it up real quick because I'm curious. We're already into the Google talk, but yeah, there's a bunch bunch of people already looking at streaming services and. It's just going to keep going. I'm pretty sure Time Warner's probably going to do one, or sorry, Spectrum's going to do one. Didn't they go back to Time Warner? I thought they were going back. No, they're still Spectrum. Okay. But they're Spectrum, but Time Warner, but they're not, but they are. But we can't be because of legal suits, but we are. But they're not. But but I'm not. Listen, my name badge is Tim from Time Warner slash Spectrum slash question mark. (laughs) How can I not help you today? So... Stadia is uh, the plural form of stadium. Did not know that. Uh, as well as stadiums. Ah, it's it's a plural for two, stadia. There's stadium. I'm going to say stadia from now on when I'm talking about stadiums. And nobody is going to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> exactly. But I also want the phonetic pronunciation of it. All right. I'll look that up in a second. Uh, stadion. The plural form is stadion, which is, I'm assuming that's how you pronounce that, an ancient unit of distance. Oh. Uh, Stadia Mark is the marks on a telescope sites reticle. Oh, okay. Um, Stadia Rod, a uh, surveying tool, and that's really it. For some reason, I thought of a dowsing wand. <laughs> I'm gonna go find water. <laughs> While you get me that uh, that pronunciation, I'll be forever grateful. And I also just stepped on something on my heel. Was it was it wet or was it chonky? No, I think uh, it was the the. Uh, Bottom of my jeans and just mm. the way it stadia, stadia. Yeah, that's how I would read that. Stadia. I'll just get a stadia. Yep. So I am defeated by the language. The commoners <laughs> have rise up against. Well, you. I mean, you could just say it that way, and then time, it might catch on, and then time to make be a push to Merriam-Webster. It's you must it. understand that this is Project Stadia. Just put an accent on your A. Sounds way cooler. It does. It's only cooler because I'm doing it in a really offensive accent, probably. You, exactly. <laughs> why it's cool. That's why it's cool. Project Stodia. It's not, I just, for some reason, that just reminds me of something out of Civ. Like, I can just picture certain civilization leaders saying it, and I'm like, I don't know if that's okay. <laughs> now it's sounding very menacing and evil. What? No. Listen, just because Gandhi got nukes doesn't I mean, mean everything I mean, is menacing and evil. Gandhi's got nukes. You bet Connie's kind of got nukes. There's nothing better than that meme when he's just, he's got the enlightened eyes <laughs> just <laughs> dropping nukes behind him. Uh, the internet show that is truly a garbage truck on fire. Number eight. Earlier in the week, a screenshot from Brazil showed EA Access on a PS4, which would make quite a few people happy. The screenshot was. Then further giving credit when someone looked through EA Access web code to see mentions of Sony and PS4. Uh, there still has been nothing official at the time of recording. Uh, let's see here. Sony did announce that it would be holding a State of Play stream on March 25th, where they will announce new games, new trailers, and updates on upcoming titles. Perhaps this is Sony's first test of direct-style news, Nintendo direct-style news, uh, now that they have stepped away from big press conferences. Can you tell I wrote that one, folks? hey It's fine. I have no complaints. It wasn't really bad, but we have a clearly different writing style. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's all I mean. Mm-hmm. So it thoughts. was smooth. Good to go. You're not really an EA. I hate I, EA. Well, all right. So ignoring that part, you're not really a, a sport gamer. No. I, some of them can be fun, but I lose interest ex- like extremely fast. Which I still don't understand. Where sports games are doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. How many times does he fucking play Binding of Isaac? Yeah, but you have to be... I feel like you have to be in... You have, like, to, you have yeah, to like sports. Right. You have to be invested in sports. But he doesn't dislike sports. That's yeah, but he's true. not watching like fucking baseball every week. I The only one that I play and that I enjoy is NHL. And that's because I like hockey. For some reason, I also thought you liked football. I I like it. I like I'll play Madden and stuff like that, but I haven't in a few years. What if for five dollars you could play both of them? Absolutely, that sounds great to me. Because well, I'm not welcome spending... to EA Access. I... <laughs> yeah, I'll probably be pretty hype on that. Honestly, <laughs> that might get me back into like sporting games because I used to play them a lot when uh, I was younger, and like my dad would buy them, and mm-hmm. I wasn't. I'm not going to go out and spend right. money on them. Well, at most, you could pay fifteen. This is if they do the exact model that's everywhere. You could pay fifteen dollars to get the premier tier, and then you get all of them a week early. And it's only for fifteen a month. So even if you paid for th- two months at thirty bucks, that's one hundred and twenty dollars in two games that you wouldn't have to pay one hundred twenty dollars on. I'm cool with that because I feel like the shelf life of me playing the games is probably going to be within a month or two. So I'll right. spend like five ten bucks. Play Madden 15. for a month. Play NHL for a month and wash your hands. Yeah, that's pretty sick, actually. Yeah, it's a great time. Great time to be alive. Just no idea when this actually might happen. And the state of play thing is funny, too, because pending on the next couple stories here, everybody's just going to directs. Yeah. Yeah. Which, Which I think work. It's not on here, but Nintendo had an, an indie, didn't it? Uh, it did. Not that that's but it wasn't anything particularly like, groundbreaking, but... Yeah. It wasn't one of their major... Mm-hmm. Now that it's not anything, not like a sly against it, but they weren't. They weren't running around promoting it after their Pokemon Direct. I could see the allure of doing small updates like that more often than doing like E3s. Just because of the way information flows nowadays. Oh, I could see doing one big E3. And then not doing... like that's Which I think is what kind of killed Sony. Because you're doing that. Then you did Paris Games Week. And then you did PSX. You're doing three big conferences. Just do one conference, which would have been PSX, which they canned. So you did one big conference. And then everything else is just piecemeal throughout the year. Yeah. So well, Microsoft does. I would say I like the idea more of doing the updates and then making all those shows just fan fan uh, fan focus. So you can play the shit there, but they're not really going to make a ton of announcements. Right. Well, that's what the they started doing. The EA did it and Microsoft, at least with E3 specifically, where they had like the split where you had your little announcer actual like audit or whatever mm-hmm. then you what was it for ea it's called ea play yeah where they have all the games and stuff on demos and i can't i don't know if microsoft named there's a specific thing but you can basically go and play all the microsoft demos too mm-hmm. where they were making trying to make e3 a fan event again yeah which it's not bad but it's just weird kind of when there's already like packs and gamescom and every other fan event i feel like Comic-Con. it's unnecessary to be a game event like a fan a gamers event, fan yeah. event. Sorry, I can understand having some of a fan event, but you don't need to make it a fan event. Yeah. You can have fan elements, but still keep it a press conference. 
Yeah, I I don't know. It, I don't, it's just it's a weird. <clears throat> I think they were better. Well, see, that's the weird thing is there's so many other conferences that are doing it better as far as fan focus stuff goes. Right. That they might as well just have stayed a press conference and that be their thing. Right. Yeah. And it would keep overhead down for like all the companies involved where they would just be doing basically on stage directs and then doing the impressions with the industry, which I think is the part that probably killed everything. Yeah. The industry will never admit it because they're all high on their horses, but Mm -hmm. you ruined it. Bastards. (laughs) (laughs) Number nine. When we discussed the discless Xbox I, I'm so worried I'm going to say dickless, by the way. Just, I'm just going to say it now. I'm waiting I'm, for the slip up. I'm worried I'm going to say dickless. So when we discussed the dickless Xbox before it was on news from Brad. I mean, it kind of is dickless without the disc drive, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, it comes out, comes in, comes out, comes in. From Brad, <laughs> from Brad Sams at Therot.com, who had the code name for the console as Maverick. It appears to be the real deal and with a mid-April debut and then a launch, potentially as soon as May. Basically, just looks like it's going to be the Xbox One S without a drive and it's going to come with a one terabyte hard drive. That doesn't... Well, if it's for streaming... How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yeah, that's the thing, right? It's for streaming. It's not for digital. It's for digital. One terabyte is not enough. Depends on what you're doing. So My PlayStation is 500 and it's enough. Yeah, but not you're not keeping me. all the games installed at one time. No, but that's because what it you comes don't have down to. to. That's what it comes down to is you having to manage your games. It also depends on what you're playing. I just feel like if you're going to release a console that doesn't have a disk drive, you should really splurge for a two, ter- two terabyte on there at least. But even most of the consoles now that are even a terabyte or 500 gigs, even though you're not necessarily installing all the games, mm-hmm. your game is an immediate is loading the disk and then installing the game. Yeah. It barely, the majority of stuff doesn't run off the disc anymore. It's just almost needed in the console for a, like, probably one eighth of what it did to the console. Yeah, but I feel like for outside of the coastal regions, it's still faster for people to download a disc than it is to download a game. You, can, you can't download a car. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> or what is it? God, I think that's what the joke I think that's what the, the meme is. You wouldn't download a car. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I I get I agree with you in terms of the speed thing and whatever, but I I don't think one terabyte is anything to scoff at. For I don't think it's to scoff at. I but just I, feel like it, it, it it's com- not. It, it's gonna be a are problem. You, are you playing a terabyte worth of games at any given moment? I'm a weird person though. Like I, it's nobody a, in this room is playing a terabyte of games at any given moment. And I, I have don't know. Most Dewey of, might be. I'm gonna be on team Matt with this one. I had to get. <laughs> I know. Uh, I had to get an additional a hard drive for my PlayStation because I filled up the 500 gigs and I was like... You filled up the 500 gigs. Did you fill up a terabyte? Yes. <laughs> Did you? Yes. With what games? I don't know. Probably just Grand Theft Auto Five alone. So like, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like if you're... If Grand Theft Auto and Red yeah, Dead are both 100 gigs... You, it's discless. That means, like, if you want to watch the the idea from Microsoft on this console is to move everything digital, right? So, okay, I'm gonna buy this movie. I'm gonna watch this TV show. I'm gonna play this game. You're gonna like, stream that movie. You're gonna stream that TV show. Maybe. And then you're gonna buy that game. But then you're you're back into the conflicting issue of like, which that was a whole other article that I didn't even throw in the the document was that like. Our infrastructure on internet is not good enough to support this shit. So, like, you'd have to... It's, this console is for people who live on the coast, basically. Like, people who live inland America aren't going to, like... They don't have stable enough internet to be like, oh, I'm going to stream everything all the time. Well, or, we're going to get to this conversation again. It will double itself up again. Okay. Because you're not I'm wrong. Just, I'm just but saying it's, it's a bad you're, idea. You're not wrong, but it's going to completely manifest itself again when we get to Google. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Which is actually worse than this. I'm not saying that this is... I just think this is a half step, is my... my... Right, but we also, the last time we talked about this, discussed that they're probably going to be doing the Xbox One X bullshit further down. So mm-hmm. that one's probably going to be their actual powerful one. These are the guys that also released a fucking Xbox 360 with a 4... Gigabyte drive. That's in true. It. That was absolutely that was, hilarious. At the roughly the same lifetime as that they're trying to do this, they released a 360 with four fucking gigs. Yeah. 
Yeah. That was really funny just, when they were like four I'll gigs. I'll take 996 more of those. In my eyes, my the I'm not saying it's not manageable, but in my eyes, the one terabyte is where like, like I think we can agree that a 500 gig console wouldn't, released today would not be enough. No, no. I would, I would agree right now 500 gigs is not yeah. enough. I would agree that a terabyte should be your now default. Yeah. I see one terabyte very quickly becoming a restriction. Just not, the way the things are. Not currently, work. but... Like, In a year, okay. it'll be a restriction. I, get, I can... Or two years, a restriction. I agree with that. I can see right. that. But I just, I just come back to the idea of just manage your fucking games. Never. Now, this is, this is, this is me saying yeah. manage your games. I have a 500 gig hard drive downstairs in the PlayStation that's never been expanded. It's just been the 501. Mm-hmm. It's worked the entire time. Yeah. I maybe have, I have three games installed on it right now. Assassin's Creed, Red Dead, and GTA. Majority of my hard drive is pretty chalked. Yeah. It will download the show on release day and go fine. Still have that room. That's kind of mind-blowing to me. Right? This... Oh, that was what I was going to make was the computer reference. This has two terabytes in it. That second terabyte hard drive doesn't touch games. It's only the first one. And at any given point, the only two big games installed right now, uh, Apex... Which I don't remember how big it is. Division and Football Manager, like the three biggest games. I think Borderlands pre sequels thirty gigs, and that's on there too. But like, those are those ones. My oh, he's tasty. He's dancing on the keyboard. <laughs> the the Switch. How much does the Switch come with at launch? I don't even. know. I was going to ask you because I, it's incredibly small, but I don't remember how much. Eight thirty. Something very small. Something like that. Gigs. I have a 32 gig SD card in mine that currently installed on it. Zelda, Mario Kart, Tetris, Mario Party. That's not a fair comparison. Pokemon Pikachu. The Switch is a handheld system. It plays. You tell that to Nintendo. You tell that to Nintendo who did did, did the console. Gameplay, great. Games are great for gameplay. They, compared to the games that we're talking about, Look like fucking kids drawing with crayons. He does. He does kind of a point with that. <laughs> he can have the point he wants. That's fine. The point only matters when, once again, we talk about a GTA or a Red Dead that are over a hundred gigs. Those it, are the which, only two. That those are, are the games everyone's buying. Those you've just mentioned two billion dollar games. <laughs> I mentioned two billion dollar games that take up one eighth of your hard drive. Okay. Is my math right? Hold on, it's not. One fifth of your hard drive. <laughs> yes. And but the problem is we're you we are nerds, okay? Right, I know. The vast majority of people buying consoles, not nerds. They're not gonna know. You know how many hard drives I've sold because people don't realize that they can just delete their games and they're not gonna lose them? Right. But what's that a problem of? Not the system being one terabyte, that person being fucking stupid. They're the customer, though. <laughs> and how many times do we know that the customer's fucking stupid? Not always. the customer's always right. The customer's fucking stupid. I agree. I'm just saying they're the ones buying it. So Yeah, they're dumb. They're the ones that have to be catered to, unfortunately. We'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> Too terrible. <laughs> uh. The Xbox One X. 
So. Does it not come with a two terabyte drive? Yeah, there isn't. I don't think there is a console that comes with a two terabyte. Right it now. requires 4K yeah. games, which are bigger files. Yeah, that 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 right there doesn't make sense. Why would you put a two a two terabyte Xbox in a diskless one when your files are bigger mm-hmm. on the 4K one that you didn't put a two terabyte one in? If that one was a two, we're getting to like a circular argument because it's yeah, going to be like. It, they know that people will buy more hard drives because they're dumb and don't don't realize they can delete them. Right, but Microsoft's and also not selling hard drives. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like one terabyte hard drives are probably cost them like literally twenty cents to get. So right, but Microsoft's also not. Remember when they used to mm-hmm. package hard drives? Yeah. yeah. Now they just they're not doing it anymore. No. So yeah. it's not like they're benefiting from putting in a smaller hard drive. Yeah, but they're not because they don't own Seagate or Western Digital. True, but they that's the. Other issue why you don't see them using two terabyte hard drives or bigger because they're like they can get probably one terabytes for like cheap. As yeah, but fuck. you can, you can even, uh, uh, two terabyte depending. It also depends on what kind of drive they're using because even using a two terabyte spinning drive are not expensive. Yeah, of well, a spinning drive, and that's the term where okay, if they're using a one terabyte like SSD drive or NVMe drives and stuff like that, it's for a diff- it's a different discussion. For consumers, but like from a business point of view, like if they're buying them, they, the price difference for them might be the difference between like, you know, 50 cents and a dollar. So like you blow that up and it's like. Right. But it's, it's still, it's still a, your one terabyte spinning drive to a two terabyte spinning drive versus your one terabyte spinning drive to a one terabyte SSD cost values are going to be different. <laughs> We're gonna be here a while. It's, uh, <laughs> this conversation is gonna be going on. Oh, wait till we get to Stadia. Uh, oh, I got Project Stadia. I got some stuff for that also. Why am I making it a Russian thing? I don't know. <laughs> you had like a Latin Brother, thing. Nine. Welcome to Project Stadia. In here, gameplay you. <laughs> I like that. I like that. And yes, I was gonna say Serena Williams fucks you. <laughs> Nobody gets that joke. Uh, I get uh, it. It's okay. That was for me. <laughs> no, it was actually for me. <laughs> uh, who's who's up next? You. Where are we at? Twelve. Ten. Ten. Right. Yes. Nine. Um. Let's see here. Microsoft saw the direct style news events that are happening and decided to jump in with their own. The first episode will stream with the name ID at Xbox Game Pass and air on March 26th. Microsoft released a statement saying, quote, you can expect to learn more about some of the hottest ID at Xbox titles coming to Xbox Game Pass with new reveals, gameplay highlights, and conversations with the developers, end quote. It went on to tease information on After Party, Void Bastards, and Supermarket Shriek. Shrek? Shriek? Shriek. As well as, quote, new game announcements, end quote. It turns out that if Matt just reads really fast, he doesn't fuck up at all. That was yeah. very quick and, like... It was correct. Precisely accurate. Well, now I have, like, adrenaline flowing through me from arguing about one time about hard drives. <laughs> That's the key. Just you and I start fighting each other, and we will be fueled by the I'm blood like of... sweating. <laughs> <laughs> we will be fueled by the blood of our enemies. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Another direct style. And it makes sense, because it's, once again, it's their smaller stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't need a big conference for it. I like yeah. the format a lot better that way, just to get it small piecemeal. Right, I'm, and I'm, it allows me to just okay, cool. The direct's out. Yeah, I, I really, need, I don't need to watch the stream. I'll catch the highlights or something else yeah. somewhere else. It's not going to be like the groundbreaking moments of a guy playing a flute. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> so good. I mean, get me started. Uh, anyways, <laughs> no, I I like the condensed directs because like the down. Downside to the conferences when they do big conferences, going back to the previous conversation, 
is you you get like for fucking ten minutes of stage time, you get like two minute trailers, and it's right. like all right, I don't need all this talking. I just want to see the game and get a quick summary, and that's it. Yeah, it's yep. like ninety percent hype. Yeah, yeah. Except for the Sony one, I like that. I like the flute guy. He the was, flute guy was just funny because it was it was funny because it was an amal- it was, it wasn't an amalgamation. It was a uh, culmination of everything that was just weird about that night. We're like it watching it not being there. Yeah, that was, was weird. so weirdly done. But I'm sure being there was a different discussion. Yeah. But not being there and you're watching it and they're doing all these weird cutaways and stuff. And you're just like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah, I Which hipster got high on cocaine and went, I got a really artsy <laughs> idea. You guys want to do an E3 conference like this? Like, I, I thought really- I was on drugs when I was watching it. <laughs> I liked, I appreciated that the, um, I appreciated that thought. Like yeah, them, yeah. them be like, let's make this in a real event, like the spectacle, if you will. Yes, the spectacle. Yeah. You guys remember the XFL? Yeah, you know it's coming back. Twenty twenty, right? baby. Let's go. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Guess, guess by who? Is it? Is it McMahon again? <laughs> I'm pretty. Yeah. I'm pretty, is it? Yeah. Um. Well. Yeah. Twenty twenty. He's supposed to bring it back after doing more. I remember research. watching the first game from like with the first, obviously right. the first version. So go ahead. What are you saying? Because uh, they have another league, correct? Like, um... there's a bunch of other ones that started popping up. There's, there's another one that was started by a bunch of veteran players. It's like the equivalent of what the big three is to the NBA. Yeah, where it's just a bunch of other players that are. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I saw another league like actually televised recently. So, yeah. I guess that's just the thing. Now we're just gonna have multiple football leagues that are. Yep. Interesting. Bunch of football leagues. Still, only one that matters. So we'll see. XFL is gonna come. That number one spot, baby. We're going to give it to you. We still, my brother still is in XFL football. The black and red football. Oh, I forgot they had the black and red football. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's also got a truck we should just take. True. True. I'll give him tree fitty. (laughs) Tree tree fitty. I'm going to need about tree (laughs) fitty. Oh, you goddamn paleolithic monster. Uh, In number 12, and it's only fitting that I get this one. In a somewhat weird turn of events, Anthem was the best-selling game of February, although the competition wasn't incredibly stiff. <laughs> Unlike Nate. Penis joke. Incredibly stiff. You also remember one of the other games that came out in February? We can't make those jokes, people. Wait, what, what else came out in February? What else came out in February? You just figure it out. You figure it out. <laughs> It came out in January. Never mind. <laughs> it is somewhat weird turn of events. Anthem was the best-selling game in February. Although the competition wasn't incredibly stiff, the data comes courtesy of the NPD group, which only tracks physical sales. I really, I really wish we could get somebody to track digital at some point, um, which we won't because everybody's now everybody's yeah. also trying now to kind of keep their mm-hmm. data in. But even without the digital sales included, Anthem was still BioWare's second most successful launch behind Mass Effect Three. Anthem is widely considered a hot mess, so this is probably more of an indication of how far hype can get you in an ever-growing games industry. And this is according to Super Data Research. Anthem made over $100 million in digital revenue, digital revenue during its launch month, which, good news, it almost made back its budget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the surprising part about that is that's more money than um, Apex. Apex did ninety three million. Apex is free to play. I was gonna say yeah. it's not that surprising because it is free, but it's, still it's surprising yeah, that it didn't beat it free by to play, more. Yeah. Better. 
You know, free to play better. Free to play. People put ninety three million dollars in the free to play game. If you do the breakdown, that's just sixty dollars, not counting all the microtransactions that were. Available oh, I'm saying, in. I'm not saying that they didn't make more money. I didn't. I'm not saying they didn't make more money. Right. I'm just saying it's surprising that Anthem somehow still still got more set. Not, I don't even want to say more sales, but you know what I mean. They made I, more money than Apex when Apex is basically everyone's like, this is the ideal battle royale game at the moment. Right. This yeah. is. A college kid's fucking final project. I think I think we'll end up talking in circles again, but I will make the same point and we'll do the same thing that fucking happened the last time we heard. Is, where you and I say the same thing, but it's slightly different. Where I think it's it's my curse. It's more. I'm just trying it, to impress it's, you. It's the more impressive. <laughs> it's the more impressive part where Anthem is as close as it is to Apex. Yeah. Where in theory, yes, I agree. Apex should have blown it out of the fucking water. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, it probably, like, literally, when I say bottom line, I mean profit, accounting profit margins. Line, yeah. It probably did. It, oh, it absolutely did. But it's still funny how close it is then. Yeah. In, ter- in terms of just that, if you don't look that at the figure. bottom line and you just look at... Hey, I have a hundred million dollars. Hey, I have ninety three million dollars. And you don't look at any, you don't ask any more questions other than that. That's pretty close. Yeah. But once again, you look underneath the hood, and there's a Toyota engine. And- <laughs> <laughs> that damn Toyota! I was getting everything. All the mysticism goes away. I have a quick jab. I guess I'm going to try to get into Apex. Ooh, go for it. Um, because I'll just jab back on Binding of Isaac again. Oh, I have no other good joke. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, it's dipped down in Twitch views quite a bit. Well, yeah. No shit. I don't want to say like no shit, but like, is that a hot take? No, not a hot take, but I'm okay. just saying, I, I don't know. Is it like, does it still have like a super high player base or is it like kind of losing luster? Because it it's really good, obviously. So, Battle yes, Royale, it still but... has a player base, but it is never going to be bigger than Fortnite. Nothing will be bigger than Fortnite. You can't be Fortnite. Welcome to the fucking world we live in. Also, all the deals ran out for playing people to play Apex. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree with that first statement. What, well, what? something eventually will be bigger than Fortnite. I mean, the eventually issue is that something I, has to unseat it. Fortnite has the maturity that Apex doesn't, which makes it more enjoyable to play long term. The only problem they have right now is they're not they're focusing more on content rather than like functionality. I don't. Maybe, what, yeah. from, I don't play it, but like mm-hmm. from people that I know that play it, it's a little buggy, a little laggy now, and there's yeah. like some things that haven't been fixed. For- Fortnite's been going strong for how long? So it has the whole package, whereas Apex is like right. It's fresh still out just starting, but the majority of people are like, "Oh my god, unseated Fortnite!" Well, guess what? Call of Duty unseated Fortnite too. They're, Sekiro oh, is pulling over a hundred thousand right like, concurrent like views. We've right said now. with everything it's, that's going to be a giant multiplayer game, like single player games pulling over a hundred thousand are always a big thing. Yes, because it's just you. Like, but the multiplayer games where you're pulling a hundred, you know, thousands of people are going to be always like call of duty beat Fortnite, and i made i don't think i made a joke on this show because the call of duty twitter screenshotted when they passed Fortnite on twitch for the day or whatever and i went cool let me know what that number looks like next week because it's not <laughs> going to be fucking close no what will be curious we'll have to keep an eye on it is the numbers when apex releases uh content like releases content well now it's just the, the, the season the pass battle, correct the battle pass just started mm-hmm but the problem currently, because one of the watching Doc Doc plays, you know, still and and Shroud still plays and stuff like that. 
But the problem, too, is that Division just came out, and they've both gone to play Division for a while. Yeah. So it's now it's just going to kind of be... You're, we're slightly reaching mindshare territory problem. Mm-hmm. But once they finish Division... They'll be back. They'll mm-hmm. go back to their Battle yeah. Royale bread and butter because it's the easiest thing they can keep doing. And then, like, as a new update comes out for Division mm-hmm. or something, they'll go back in and get their weekly done for Division and then go back to playing Battle Royale. Like, I'm just saying, like, it'll be interesting to see how the Twitch views look when they release a content update. And then if over the course of it releasing content updates, if they start to reach parity. I, yeah, I would, I would assume probably pretty close. I think you'll, you'll see something similar to like when WoW drops a new expansion yeah, and they complain or, you know, they don't complain, but you get the news report that's like, oh my God, WoW's down to only 8 million subscribers. And then a new expansion drops you're like, back wow, up to 16 million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. WoW's back up to 16 million subscribers. Like, yeah, because we all got everything done and then just left. And like, once there was new stuff, we're all like, cool. That's how, yeah, that's how just like, how that works. Just, that's yeah. what it happens. It's the same thing with any game that yeah. any game that able to maintain its popularity and then add new stuff. Where like when No Man's Sky adds new stuff, people are just like, they're alive still. <laughs> you know, it's a it's a different audience. Yeah. You mean No Man's Buy? <laughs> Ooh, um, that's that old Joe back in there. What was I gonna say? I, I feel like if we don't get another big like good battle royale game, I think it's just gonna turn into like oh, Fortnite. In Apex, trading, you know, their Twitch title back and forth. Can we? Well, don't worry, we're getting like three more because Halo's going to have it. Good. Uh, that good. They'll probably make a <laughs> phenomenal one. I'm not saying that they're like I. We've had this conversation before. I think I just they just need to. I think we got into an argument once about whether Halo would make a good battle royale or not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember if I said no. I don't think I. You said no. Just, I said yes. How dare you? I don't. I, I maybe I said no, but I think I was. I think I was thinking. It was one of those. It was. It was. I can tell when you're arguing with me just to argue sometimes, and I think it was one of those situations. <laughs> he just needed to have a counterpoint. It's like I don't agree. I I slightly agree, but I don't. I, I'm not as passionate about it as you are, so I'm gonna have to take you down a peg or two. Because I, I think we had. <laughs> I probably had the technicality problems where I was just like, certain versions of that multiplayer would be fine. But other things do not work. Like you can't put the some of the like abilities out of reach in the game because mm-hmm. they just wouldn't. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't. They don't. They don't work that. Way. But mm-hmm. depending on like the map and stuff and how they kind of yeah. do things, there's there's a way they can do it and make it work. But right, so I, we I all be, agree would, that Halo is going to be the best battle royale ever. All right, let's talk about Google. Um, cool. So I disagree <laughs> with everything Matt just said. I think Halo will have a battle royale, and that's about as far as I'm willing to go. <laughs> they will. Um, I think Doom might have a battle royale. Could be fun. We still have Firestorm. I want Ooh, Firestorm still coming out. Did you watch the trailer for Firestorm? I did not because I want you to. Because did you play Bad Company too? Yes. I need you to watch this trailer because okay. I right, can't well, get it out of my head. But we're going to keep going to project unless I'll you have something it. to say. I'm oh. seeing multiple digits fly across there, so I think we're yep, we are a little bit. So <laughs> um, the only thing I'm going to say, I think, I think that's it. We can go to the no, next. Go ahead. What are you going to say? Go, what are you going to say? I hate battle royales, and I want them to die. Please. That's all right. That's fine. Anything what if I announce kill them? Binding of Isaac battle royale. It was like Tetris, but battle royale. I don't know. I don't know how that would work, but I nobody knew how Tetris Battle Royale was going to work. I either. guess it's true. I'd be number one top dog in every match. That's all <laughs> I know. Welcome, welcome to how the turntables. <laughs> I'm going to make that Battle Royale. I'll come back to you. Shall we? Yeah. Go ahead. Google. 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 Everything Project. Google. <laughs>
we'll all just say it with the same word back and forth, and it'll go great. So go. Does, I didn't get into a giant news dump on this. Does anybody want to actually give more news dump, and then I'll do what I always do and say I don't know much, and then as you say things, I'll interrupt you. Okay, I, I can. Sk- <laughs> I, I left an article up that we can skim through. Okay. Um, I'm going to preface it by saying basically everything that we knew and assumed is true. Is what how it's how it's going to. Do you be. want Do you want me to give you like a little a, a briefer? Yeah, if you uh, want an yeah, overall you... summary. Mm-hmm. So Google had their. I don't think it was a keynote for them, but they had their big event at GDC that we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. They announced Project Stadia. Stadia, good man. <laughs> Stadia. <We> <laughs> Yeah, Nico. <laughs> Nico, let's go play Project Stadia. God, fucking Roman. Anyway, so hold on. Let me just read this real quick. Uh, it's called Stadia, Stadia, whatever. Evidently inspired by the notion of a collective appreciation of gaming skill. What the fuck? Okay, um, well, I don't like that. Anyway. But let's go back to it's it back Project to Stadia, Stadia. No, Stadia. <laughs> Uh, Project Stadia, and I'm gonna guess I I'm calling it that. Spread the word. Anybody listens to this? Anybody you hear anybody say Stadia? You slap them down. <laughs> Project Stadia. Anyway, so they announced that it is a game streaming, true streaming service. Uh, I think that was born out of their Project Stream, right? Or Project? What was that thing? Web browser with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Projects. I think it was just Project Stream, right? Okay, yeah. So it was born out of that. Um, basically, the idea would be you can play on any piece of hardware. They have their own controller. And you could watch a trailer for a game. A button would pop up, and you could hit play now, and then it would just stream to your piece of hardware, and you could play the game. Uh, yeah, I have a few, I watched a little bit on it. I have a yeah. few things to add to this. Go for it. Um, they did... Show a couple of things. They do have their own controller, right? But they do. Ha- they said they'll have any other controller work with it, right? So mm-hmm. preference. Um, but every other controller works with a hundred second latency. <laughs> That's. I mean, uh, they kind of inferred that they because the the stick with their controller is it connects directly to their servers over Wi Fi. Yes. So you have to get their controller. Um, <laughs> yeah, the basically. big thing that I saw that was cool, and I wonder. How or you know if this is their big thing, the teraflops wasn't the, wasn't the teraflops? <laughs> was it the teraflops? No, the uh, we need that on our shirt. Was it the teraflops? So essentially, if you were to watch somebody playing streaming, uh, you know, if you're somebody streaming on YouTube, whatever, you could essentially like crowd get into their lobby, and that's like how their matchmaking is ideally supposed to work. Do so, you want to know who else tried to do that? little service called online. <laughs> well, I mean, I just like the idea behind it. I don't think yeah. it'll work correctly. OnLive was just 10 years too early. I thought that was an interesting concept that they, they basically were like, you know, a, a YouTuber could play matches with his community. Everyone queues up and then like he just take, you know, they just go in as as the right. games go. Yes. That's like essentially what their one of their big selling points was. I think that would be cool if it's implemented well and it works actually works well. But I could see that being number one, super toxic in certain instances. It's it, not even a toxicity thing. It is a, it is a, and I'm sure we'll talk about it. But it is a massive problem when you discuss multiplayer games in this scenario, in terms of streaming multiplayer games. 
What do you, what do you mean? Latency, connection, yeah. video quality, all so, that stuff is going to be a gigantic hurdle for them mm-hmm. to cover, overcome. I haven't had time to deep dive into any of it. And honestly, I don't think Google's released a ton of information, but their CEO claims that he he said in a quote, and this isn't an absolute direct quote, but it's very close that he, he basically was like, we... I absolutely do not think latency is going to be an issue. He, they were like, we have the power to do yeah, this. Essentially was, they launching. were very firm on it. Yeah. It was like, I was like, well, you really want to be like that? My, like, my part with that is where they try a $6 million man at, but yeah. no, we have, we, can, we have the technology. We yeah. can make it the better, way, faster, and stronger. The way they this, talk, that's what it sounds like. They, they were, plan on just straight throwing money at it until no, it they were like, we're my, gonna, my thing with that is they have to go toe-to-toe with the worst person for them to go toe-to-toe with the fcc you can't really do much there that's the person that i think will give them the hardest time for quite literally no reason i guess we'll that's because the damn fcc with the way that they i don't want to get into this but the way that they've currently been operating in regards to the internet could horrifically skew what that price model would be that would have end up having to go back on the consumer. Because even if they throw X amount of money in it and get the technology side of it working, now they have to pay for the service side of it. Because while they might be the ones delivering it, Google's not my internet provider. Correct. I would love for them to be my internet provider. Because I would have fiber at that point. Not a millionaire, but... I would just have fiber. Yeah. Google does fiber. So that'd be great. But Google's not. So I wonder... Google would have to probably negotiate some bullshit deal because net neutrality is not in place. So here comes all of that probably actually happening. Yeah, but if you use their... Um... I'm curious. I, I don't know. I'm, I want to see... There's a lot of thoughts yeah, that could potentially there's... go into this. But then it also comes to the thing of like... People, some people, I don't, but some people have bandwidth caps. Yeah, which that was brought Streaming up. Streaming a game would nuke that. Yeah, and they, they, True. Google's stance is they think that um, internet providers will change their their data caps and stuff to suit the customers. Which, I think internet providers have to. Yeah, but will they? No, it'll be there, a fight. They will be. No, there will there will very... be fist fights, virtual and physical. In courtrooms over these money grabbing whores, they're not going to do anything willingly. I feel like that they're going to no, have they, to be taken to court. They will have to get forced to do it. Yes, and I will gladly be paid as a lobbyist by Google to yeah. go take over the FCC. This is for you, Google. We got you. I got you, B. Pay me though, please. I need some money. I'm a fam. I'm a boy. I'm a boy blue. Uh, I'm trying to think what else they. Or sorry, Alphabet. The. Uh. Internet requirements, the uh, bandwidth requirements are interesting. They they claim that by launch, they will be able to do 4K at 60 frames per second with 30 megabits. Which I do not believe for a <laughs> second. That's really hard with, to believe. I bet I bet they could do it. No, no, no I, I'll, I'll recorrect myself. I bet they can do it, but I guarantee you notice tearing and stuttering and lag. For once again, maybe us who are experienced both in terms of video and games and stuff like that. But maybe for the... God, why did I... I laugh just saying the word. But maybe for the uninitiated, uninitiated, 
It's a yeah. It's a bane joke. Yeah. <laughs> For the uninitiated, they won't notice where like this this barrier of entry that they're presenting is supposed to be super low. Yeah, there's no ba- there's... to to like mobile users. Yep. To the people playing Candy Crush. Correct. This at the same time is not for those people, but it is for those people. Like the technology is not for those people. The barrier of entry is, mm-hmm. which makes it really weird because the barrier of entry is really low, but a lot of those people are going to be your Midwest guys that are just on their phones playing Candy Crush. That mm, doesn't. I got something um, about I got some. Some latency measurements for you if you're curious. Go Let's for it. it, because in case you're curious, which article are you reading? Uh, this one's from PC Gamer. Okay, I think Ars Technica did a breakdown on latencies. Okay, and I'm I'm assuming they probably have the same measurements because they were they were basically it was from Google's showroom essentially at the. It might be, or it was the. Si- it should be similar, but yeah, I think it. Was, I think it was Ars Technica. I'm not positive. Which ones the guys that do like the high fidelity like game video reviews? Um, Digital Foundry. It's Digital Foundry. Yeah, not Ars Technica. Um. Yeah, I think these are the. I think they took the Digital Foundry's numbers, but Digital Found like they got them from Google setup, so right. it's not. A controlled experiment. Well, that's, that's why. That's why I'm curious. Unbiased. We'll that's say. why I'm curious which numbers you're about to tell me because I know roughly what digital foundries were. Okay. So um, the latency for Google. Uh, what are we calling again? Stadia. Stadia. Project Stadia. Google Stadia. One sixty six milliseconds. Okay. Uh, Project Stream was one seventy nine. Okay, so they improved by thirteen. A PC at thirty frames per second. Is um, I don't get this whole side of it, but that's uh, about 112 mil- milliseconds. Okay. Um, a PC at 60 frames per second is 79. An Xbox One X is 145. Right. So that sounds about right. Which, in case anybody's doing a little bit of number reorganization there, your best result is to run a PC at 60 frames. Yeah. Yeah. For... <clears throat> Half, roughly, right? Yeah, it was half license. For half the, the milliseconds? Yep. The issue, I don't want to say it's an issue, but I think it's good enough for most people, which is a bit sad because... Well, I think it's, it's, a, it's it goes right into the barrier of entry conversation. Yeah, like... Somebody buying a full gaming PC... Versus, we're gonna we be- wouldn't be we wouldn't necessarily be happy with it, but they're bringing it down to the lowest common denominator, we're also which will be n- yeah. fine for everyone. Yeah, and can- we're all, we're also not the target audience. Yeah, but you know how this is gonna go. And same thing that when when consoles became prolific was it brought down the quality of PC games to a certain degree because we just started getting PC ports, right? Which is probably I can see that happening with cloud streaming where they're like. You know, it's going to run good on this freaking 10 teraflop server and they'll just stream it. And we don't need the quality to be crazy because, like, it'll be in 4K, but the bit rate won't be crazy high. You know, right. like, yeah. So then they'll start making games that cater to that. And when you throw it on a high end gaming PC, you'll be like, all right, I have a $2,000 computer that plays this game that doesn't, looks like it's from 
2015 or whatever. Yeah. Thought you were gonna make a joke about me in there, but I no binding of Isaac <laughs> joke in there. I I thought about it, <laughs> but I've I've I, I just the look I think was enough. I braced myself for it, so I, um, the damage is done. What else do we have? I can I can throw you through the server specs if you want them. That's a server. Um, let's see here. It's a custom processor, clocked at two point seven gigahertz with, uh, not that we care, but nine point five megabytes of L two and L three cache. Ooh. Um, it's Very a good. custom AMD GPU, which that was the other thing. I don't know if anyone saw, but they have AMD got the exclusive, I guess you'd call it contract. I did not see that, but that's interesting. Um, so it's going to be AMD GPUs that use their uh, high bandwidth memory. Right. That And that's pretty much what I figured. I was surprised. Mm-hmm. What processor which, were they running? It doesn't say. It just says custom processor. So I'm assuming it's also... I would assume it's a that version I saw, of a Threadripper. The the rumors that I saw said that it was um, going to be a version. I can't remember what code. What one of whatever AMD's latest uh, GPU is, and also probably a like a Ryzen Threadripper of some kind. Yeah, but it, I would it just wouldn't <clears throat> make sense for them to do an AMD card and not do a. It's using 16 gigs of RAM. Shared between the GPU and CPU. That seems really low. Yeah, but it's the high bandwidth memory. Still. That shit's stupid fast. I know, but... Uh, uh, and they're using SSD You're trying to, trying to launch this thing for the country. You want high bandwidth. You're going to tell me 16 gigs? I got 16 gigs on my own computer. It's not high bandwidth, but I understand. You know, I'm, just yeah. saying. I'm just saying you want to you have bold and brash numbers. You're going to tell me you're going to, oh, we're going to put out a, a one terabyte Xbox One S. I got 16 <laughs> gigs of RAM in my server. Get the fucking, come on, come on, come on. Really impressed me with the numbers. You got mm. 10 teraflops and 16 <laughs> gigs of RAM. I'm curious how it's going to work. Because, I, I mean, the I'm, servers have to be set up to service multiple people. Right. I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I'll probably, depending on what's on it, what games are on it or whatever, yeah. I might try it for a month. Depending, This all comes down to price points and everything like that that we haven't seen yet. I might give it a shot just to see, just to get a taste. The other uh, thing that they said was that it should, with this type of setup, the way that the streaming works with the servers and everything like that, that you could have Battle Royale games that would have thousands of people instead of hundreds of people. Yeah. Okay, cool. How about in another 16 years? <laughs> Can you imagine that? I'd kill myself. I will, I, Do you not remember? You wouldn't have to because you die in seconds. Do you not remember Mag? I don't know. I remember Mag, and it was rough. Hundred and fifty people? Was it fifty on a team? One, yeah, one fifty, one sixty, something like that. Yeah, people in a one v one v one team scenario, online shooter, multiplayer only for PS3. Mm. Horrid lag. Mm-hmm. Horrid. Yeah. By mag beta, I was calling it lag beta because it was busted. Wow. Granted, that was 2007? Probably. So we're 12 years into the future. Mag's coming back, baby. Yeah, but if you dun, think dun, about dun, dun, dun. the way the setup is... It's a battlefield music. It would be way easier because instead of having the consoles having to tell... The server, what's happening in their game? The game would be happening on the server and just telling all the 
Like just saying, hey, this is this but is internet game. speeds are still. You're right; it would be easier. But internet speeds are still a factor in this in both oh, yeah. scenarios. Oh yeah, let's find out For what sure. happens. You know, I'm I'm excited. I'm interested. I'm I'm interested. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I I'm intrigued because it's Google. And an ideal when I watched of- the online press conference in 2008 or nine, I watched it live. I watched it streamed and everything. And I went, damn, that'd be freaking awesome because they were showing like people hopping in and out of crisis. I was like, there, there's no way. This would be, this is way too good. There's no way this mm. is real. And then it doesn't work. It goes under. And then online gets bought by Microsoft. So it's just like, all right. And then we see PlayStation now with the Gaikai. It hasn't really done it. But now Google's throwing their hat in the game. You're like, all right. So I guess we're doing it. Somebody's going to figure this out. I think Google be, I think they can do it. I don't know. I feel like they wouldn't try it again and, not be like ready to do it if that makes sense well i mean google plus i think google will do it well it's just it's the the pro is also the con yeah it's google Mm, like they're it's interesting that i mean i'm assuming this is going to be their whole uh the access to Stadia is going to be exclusive to youtube as well so you're not going to have twitch streamers being able to it seemed very. Oh, do you want to? Do you want to hear like the nightmarish thing they could do? That's no, I don't because well, that's what I'm thinking about. Nightmare scenario. Let's go. So you have to sign in with your Google account, right? Which they said that already. Which they have access to all the stuff that they service you ads with already, mm-hmm. right? Correct. Which means they could just be you could be playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. They could tell what is happening in the game based on soundtrack being played, buttons you're inputting, stuff like that. They could know when you're no longer kind of doing anything, so you might be kind of in a lull, and they could just hit you with an ad. Middle of your game. Yep. There's so much. So much. Sounds great. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't uh, Tony the fucking tiger. They're great. All right. Anybody got anything else? Nope. Team Google. <laughs> Hashtag? Hashtag. Hashtag. We'll get you that shirt. I'll get it printed up. The, uh... The only deal I have to mention is for the next 36 hours, Tacoma is free on the Humble Store. So that's 36 hours from 11 o'clock Friday night, March 22nd. Rock and roll, brother. You guys figure it out after that. That's math. I'm not doing that right now. Neither am I. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 